Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation is driven by one goal, housing affordability for all. They're about solving housing affordability together. CMHC offers supply-oriented programs, funding programs, market intelligence, research, data, and a team dedicated to push the boundaries of housing innovation. Visit cmhc.ca to learn more about how you can play a role in their ambitious goal that by 2030, everyone in Canada has a home that they can afford and meets their needs. CMHC helps make housing affordable in many ways. Learn more about Canada's national housing strategy, funding, research, and so much more at cmhc.ca. We at On The Way Home would like to acknowledge the original stewards of whose lands this podcast is recorded on. In York Region, we recognize we're on the traditional territories of the Wendat, the Haudenosaunee, and the Anishinaabe peoples, and that this is the treaty lands of the Mississaugas of the Credit. And in Vancouver, we acknowledge that we are on the unceded territories of the Coast Salish peoples, the Musqueam, Squahomish, and Tsleil-Waututh, whose presence on these lands continue to this day. Welcome to On The Way Home, a podcast dedicated to the issues surrounding homelessness and the incredible experts making a difference in the lives of homeless people. Remember to subscribe to the podcast anywhere you're listening and share it with a friend. Welcome to another episode of On The Way Home. I am Michael Braithwaite from Blue Door, your host. Every week we are so fortunate to have so many talented people that come on the show and talk about all things housing and homelessness. They talk about uh, the solutions, the challenges. We have lived experts that talk about their experience that we can learn from uh, that's so powerful. Um, and, and we share that info because here's what we do know. We know that we need to build awareness and education around this. That is powerful to make change happen. And that's what's happening on this show. The show is brought to you by Blue Door, my organization, of course. Uh, doing great work for 40 years in York Region around preventing and ending homelessness, and the National Organization, the Canadian Alliance to End Homelessness, uh, an amazing organization that's been doing great work nationally for over 10 years. Uh, they are working on, they continue to work on the vote housing campaign right now, but they're doing so much more, built for zero, and then some. So check out their website at caeh.ca. Now, let's get to today's guest. We have two amazing guests. One has been on before. He has changed his haircut, so you might not recognize him. I think it's the, the key to some of the work we do. If you are fundraising, you need to change up your look here and there because then people forget they've given you before. You might have a, a shot at a second <laughs> donation. Maybe that is his motivation. But before we get to him, let's talk about Julie McNamara, who's the CEO and an award-winning event planner and communicator. Uh, she is also CHRA's events manager and comes to CHRA having served several years as conference planner for the National Trust for Canada and with the corporate events team at the House of Commons. Julie is the primary lead in organizing the CHRA Annual Congress on Housing and Homelessness as well as other CHRA events. In her spare time, which I'm sure she doesn't have that much of because she is so busy, Julie is busy running the Julie and Co. Empire. Established in 2011, Julian Co. grew from a small wedding planning company to a vibrant social enterprise offering a diverse suite of events and public affairs services. You can also find her volunteering. Where does she find the time? She's volunteering with local organizations that serve her community or sipping chai 
tea lattes at her hometown dog park with Elsa, her cane corso boxer mix. Ooh, very cool. Very cool. We are a, a big supporter of dog families here at On The Way Home. <laughs> uh, and we are also joined by Jacob, who is the Director of Programs and Strategic Initiatives for the Canadian Housing and Renewal Association, CHRA, as previously mentioned. In this role, he acts as CHRA's Senior Program and Content Lead. He is pivotal in working with government, private, and nonprofit partners to disseminate knowledge, bolster innovation in the housing sector, and work toward a future in which all Canadians have safe and affordable homes of their own. Most importantly, and I think it's all important, but most importantly for uh, our listeners today, Jacob put together the programming for this year's CHRA Congress on Housing and Homelessness happening online from April 26th to 28th. When he isn't working to build stronger, uh, stronger housing sector, you can find Jacob hiking, sipping a good whiskey, or telling cringeworthy dad jokes, often all at once. Awesome. <laughs> Welcome, Jake and Julie, to the show. Really happy to be here. Thanks for having us again. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I don't know, Julie. I think Jake should repeat that. He said, you know, his words said, I'm happy to be here. His tone said, I'm having a rough day. Jake, let's hope it gets better, buddy. So we always start with this standard question for everyone coming on. And, and Jake, I think this is your second crack at doing this. So let's see if uh, your, your answer has changed because it is ever changing. We're going to start with Julie. Julie, what does home mean to you? Yeah, home is that space where you're most comfortable and most safe and, and you can truly be yourself. Um, for me, particularly, it's where um, the best ideas and relationships grow. Awesome. Concise there. Perfect. Well said. Mm -hmm. All right, Jake, it, it's on to you. You know, it's pretty good that Julie is the concise one because I'm a bit of a rambler sometimes when I get really, uh, re really into something. Um, <laughs> if I were to close my eyes and picture a home, I think of four walls and a roof. But of course, uh, we know that a home is so much more than that. Uh, like Julie said, um, home is really a place where you're comfortable, where you can be yourself and where you can foster and grow relationships, whether that's with other people like your parents, your kids, your partner, or if you're Julie with her gigantic dog with a princess name, Elsa. Uh, hilarious name for a gigantic dog, but I digress. Um, I, I definitely agree with what Julie said, but to me, the concept of home also invokes a sense of community and a sense of interconnectedness. Uh, our, our homes are both physically in the heart of communities, and we also feel a sense of community with the people that are around us. And I, I would say, you know, just in light of COVID-19, uh, the two years of pandemic living that we have uh, uh, just gone through and are continuing to go through, it's really illuminated that home is actually everything. It's where we go to sleep at night. It's, or during the day if we need a nap, right? Um, <laughs> but it's also our offices, our children's schools, our gyms. And for me personally, it's also been my wine bar. But home, most importantly, means that it, home is really having a place of safety, uh, the means to keep yourself healthy, and being able to connect with your community. Very cool. I heard you mention community a couple times in there and chatting with you uh, before we came on the podcast. You said that community is the heart of housing and homelessness sector of the sector. Can you expand on that and how the CHRA 2022 Congress in April will help to restore that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
I, I think what Julie and I are both getting at before is that the concept of home is about people and so is community. Uh, the, the three are really intrinsically linked and every person that I've met in the housing and homelessness sector has been drawn here because we're very people oriented. We want to support people, especially our most vulnerable neighbors, to live their best lives, to be healthy, happy, and have homes that suit their needs. Uh, th this actually reminds me of the last time I was on the podcast with you, Michael, when we were talking about the Housing Professionals Mentorship Program. Um, one of the questions that we were discussing uh, was about what brought us to the sector. Um, and my takeaway from that was that we all have come from these really different, unique paths, but we're here because we want to do good for people. And to give Julie a little bit of a shout out, She's one of my favorite colleagues I've ever had. And uh, we, we talk pretty much every day about what we could do, what, what creative ways we could find to do good for people, specifically through uh, working in the sector, uh, both at CHRA and beyond. Um, we've both done a lot of work and have uh, like a really deep nuanced background in helping organizations um, achieve their goals, working with governments and the public in different capacities. And so, uh, we recently started this public affairs consulting practice through Julie's uh, event management and communications company, Julie & Co. Um, as the public affairs lead, I've been working with Julie to build out the practice in a way that, uh, so we, we can help organizations in the housing and homelessness sector achieve their goals to help more of our neighbors get into homes they can afford and that suit their needs, including all of the services that are needed to ensure that they're adequately housed and supported. Um, I, I'm digressing a little bit. I'm just so excited because we launched about, I think two weeks ago today, or maybe even a little less than that. Uh, I, I would encourage anybody listening to reach out to us, to chat with us about it and see how we could help you out. Um, but uh, yeah, back, back to the point of the po podcast, now that I've digressed a little bit. Um, my previous point, if I've learned anything about our colleagues from across the sector, it's that caring for and supporting people is at the core of everything that we do, everything. And that was so incredibly apparent uh, as Julie and I were working together, uh, reviewing the dozens of session proposals uh, that we used to craft the content for Congress this year. Um, Congress really allows us to showcase the amazing work that we're doing, or not we, people <laughs> in the sector in general, are doing in multiple areas, like in uh, different facets of work throughout the sector, uh, from responding to the COVID-19 pandemic, to fighting nimbyism, uh, to what you're going to be talking about in your session at Congress, Michael, about reimagining our journeys through the housing sector. Um, and you know, after two years of pandemic living, I think I can speak for all of us when I say that I think we're really missing that sense of community we feel from gathering together. And even in an online format, Congress is an amazing opportunity for us to convene, for us to be inspired together and have our sense of community buoyed by engaging with the great work that our colleagues are doing across the sector to put people first. Well said. Listen, you know, there, you know, believe in me in the importance of community. And I'll say this, um, we create community at emergency housing centers like Blue Door, right? Um, and from our failures in the past, what we used to do is a home is not community until you make it community, right? So we would get people out, we'd get housing first, we'd get them into housing and then wonder why it failed because we took them, we actually created a community where they had 24 other friends, they had people that cared, put them into a home where they were on their own and all that disappeared. If we don't try and integrate people into communities and wrap that community around them, um, how it, it, you, know, you don't really create that sense of a real home uh, versus just a, a house so community is really important and you're right with your colleagues that community is just you know it, the excitement it builds 
here's what others are doing, here's what we can learn, here are the challenges, we're not alone, that kind of thing. And Congress certainly does that. Uh, Julie, I'm hoping you can help us understand a little bit more about what CHRA's Congress really is. Sure. Um, so the title, a Congress, it's actually kind of confusing because I don't know that I'd call it a Congress. It's kept that title because at some point, you know, in the in the 60s, somebody thought it was just a Congress of people coming together to talk about homelessness and homelessness. It's actually a conference now. It's it's a large event, many sessions. So we're gonna we're gonna call it a conference. Um, but it's a great opportunity for organizations to engage with leaders in housing and homelessness um, from across Canada, but also globally um, to connect with current and potential partners and to learn about new policies and programs that can benefit your organization. Um, and then bring those best practices that you've heard spoken about in the sessions or through the courses back to your organization and then start putting those in place. Um, Michael, you said something about learning from your failures. I think that that's something that at CHRA and through and with through the sessions, people will hear about failures. You know, we tried this, it, it, it didn't work. Don't, don't fail, we already did. You know, I think that was something that I saw um, by hosting some of the online sessions last year was people were willing to talk about their failures. So it was really interesting, it was great. Construct, a social enterprise by Blue Door provides high quality residential and commercial construction and property services in the greater Toronto area. More than a business with a heart, Construct is a real solution to preventing and ending homelessness. Through its eight-week paid skills trades training program, complete with wraparound supports and on-the-job work experience, Construct lifts people out of poverty and into opportunity. To hire Construct for your next project or learn more about Construct's employment program, visit constructgta.ca. Very cool. I think the reason you still call it Congress is because your executive director, uh, Jeff Morrison, he just likes how it sounds. It sounds so regal that you're not just going, it's not just a conference, this is Congress. Um, I, I think that's my opinion anyways, but it absolutely is a, a wonderful, wonderful conference. And we're going to have to call it Congress, so, cause that's, that's what it's called. <laughs> Uh, That's right. Now this year's, of course, is virtual. We're gonna have you're gonna have it in Quebec City. I was really excited about that. Um, and, and you know, people are a little zoomed out, but they get it. Virtual conferences have, have been a reality for a while. Uh, what do you and the team have in store to make it uh, special and exciting? Uh, sure. You just mentioned our executive director, Jeff. Um, I think he's learning how to tap, tap dance for the opening ceremony. So that's going to be new and exciting. Um, but other than that, as Jake kind of alluded to earlier, we've pulled together some amazing and diverse speakers from across um, the sector. Um, that's going to be seen both in the panel sessions and um, in the keynotes. Um, I don't want anybody to feel like they don't need to join us in the keynotes or the sessions because they've heard it. It's really spread throughout. Um, and, and if we were in person in Quebec City, I just wanted to speak for all of the CHRA staff. We were all looking forward to going to Quebec City too because it's a wonderful place, but also just to, to see each other again in person. But there is a positive spin to going virtual. It's that we had um, access to more people who might not be able to join us in Quebec City. So, so people with lived experience, for example, might not have been able to make the trip out to Quebec City for a number of different reasons. But now we get to have them on our panel and their, and their perspective as well as other um, perspectives is so important. Now, I don't want to steal Jake's thunder because I know he's going to take a deeper dive into explaining kind of what the sessions are and what we can find. But um, I'm super excited for um, some of the Indigenous content that we're bringing this year. Um, 
that content to me is always so interesting one because it's not something i'm i'm involved in a lot or super um knowledgeable about but uh from the, from speaking with our indigenous caucus this this content is going to be really really good um there's also going to be significant announcements like the federal budget that's coming kind of in later march or early april um and we some of our speakers are those people in politics that we want to hear from after those announcements are made to answer those questions we're expecting a lot of housing items to be a major focus within those announcements. And be, again, because we're hosting those leaders, it's going to be the opportunity to have them discuss it um, and maybe be questioned on it, um, if you will. Yeah, if you want to be in the know, you've got to go to Congress because that's where you're going to find out uh, so many new things uh, from people with the power to do so. You mentioned uh, Jeff. I think Jeff Morrison's been tap dancing, you know, politically for, for years. So I, I think I can't wait to see him do it uh, virtually. Um, and I'm sure he will be terrific at it. Jake, we're going to go back to you. Um, one of the great things about Congress, and it's always been really relevant to the time, right? It, it's uh, fresh. With that in mind, what do you see as some of the biggest challenges to the sector? And what is Congress looking at, or how is Congress looking to address them? Yeah, thanks, Mike. Um, first, I, I would just say that we're really, really lucky to have such a hardworking, dedicated team uh, that, that's putting in just hours and hours to make Congress an unparalleled event experience. I want to give two of my colleagues a shout out in particular. The first is Julie, who is with me today. She is our Congress quarterback. She is our logistical genius. Um, we really couldn't do it without her. And also to our colleague, Leah Blunden, who is our communications manager, who actually does the work of more like 18 people. Um, the two of them are really at the heart of making Congress happen, and I absolutely love working with them. Um, our, our entire team really cares um, about the sector itself, and also ensuring that the Congress content that we put out reflects a combo of the big challenges impacting the sector, and what members have told us they want to learn about, which typically overlaps and meshes together quite well. Um, I think we can all agree uh, that there are just so many challenges facing our sector. Uh, affordable housing shortfalls continue to persist with the financialization and commodification of housing, hampering our progress on addressing those shortfalls. Um, providers of multiple types are being pushed to increase their capacity while often lacking capacity to put in the groundwork to actually increase their capacity. And on top of that, NIMBYism is still rampant. It, it, I, I could make jokes because that's my coping mechanism, but uh, really the problems are just, the, the challenges are just so endless. Uh, at Congress, we try to help by providing a platform for experts across the sector to talk about the work that they're doing to address these problems. We engage with a diverse array of sector leaders, other practitioners, and academics to unpack a lot of these challenges, um, as many as we can uh, with the time that we have uh, in that four-day stretch. Yeah, four-day stretch uh, in April. Um, and this year, we're going to be having sessions on multiple topics, including unpacking the financialization of housing, scaling up innovations like commercial to residential retrofit projects, uh, fighting NIMBYism, exploring funding opportunities, economic reconciliation with indigenous, pe indigenous peoples, and much, much more. Wow, that sounds exciting and right on, as you said, very, very relevant uh, to the time. Um, as always, you've got some special headliners lined up. Can you tell us who they are and what they'll be addressing? Yeah, absolutely. And Mike, Julie and I are so excited about this year's headliners. 
Um, in one of her first major appearances in her new role, uh, Canada's first ever federal housing advocate, Marie Jose Hu, will be wrapping up Congress with a fireside chat on implementing the right to housing. Um, personally, having heard from countless members of ours asking about the topic and the work of the advocate in general, this is going to be a really amazing opportunity for our sector to hear about Marie Jose's work and learn more about what's going to go into implementing the right to housing, which is so important for our sector and making sure that everybody is adequately housed. Um, another headliner we're really excited about is one of our keynotes, Justin Kingsley. Uh, Justin was press secretary to Prime Minister Paul Martin in the early 2000s, mid-2000s. Um, he's led a really storied career in marketing and advertising, and most importantly for our purposes, uh, Justin is an award-winning storyteller and creative strategist. And you know, we're at a time when our sector is facing so many challenges, like, like I was saying earlier. It, it, it's so imperative that we can tell a compelling narrative so that we can get buy-in from outside of the sector uh, for action on housing and homelessness. And Justin's keynote will inspire our sector to do just that. That's amazing. I look forward to both of them. You, listen, you guys never miss the mark with your headliners. They're always so impactful. and. And amazing. I don't know how you keep doing it, but you do. You keep knocking it out of the park. Uh, they've been great. Uh, wh what are some of the topics you are most excited about this year? You mentioned some of them, and I'm sure th there's overlap, but um, what are some of the ones that you are most pumped about, Jake? Yeah, thanks for the question. Um, I'd say the best thing about Congress content in general is that we try to make it as representative of a lot of the big challenges facing the sector. And we provide that national platform to showcase some of the great work that's being done from coast to coast to coast. Um, I'm really excited for this one session in particular. It's called Housing Journeys Reimagined. <laughs> it's featuring this fellow that I refer to as the man, the legend. His name's Michael Braveway. We kind of have the same haircut now. Great guy, at least okay. Guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, and as you know, Mike, in your, your session, you're going to be appearing alongside our friend, the supremely talented, Adrian Ficini of SHS Consulting and Josh Bernard from Habitat GTA uh, to showcase your solutions lab uh, project envisioning a new pathway to challenge the typical journey along the housing continuum. Um, I'm also really excited for our session unpacking the financialization of housing in Canada, which many in the sector consider to be the existential threat right now. Like it's, it's the big one. Um, so for that, we're welcoming thought leaders, uh, Martine August, Penny Gerstein and Andrew Crosby to define financialization and discuss how to combat it with public policy, community engagement and more. Um, and, you know, I think if I were to uh, mention a third, being cognizant of the fact that we've lived through two years of COVID-19, I'm really excited to be inspired by some of the amazing initiative to, initiatives um, to uh, respond to the challenges caused or illuminated by the pandemic uh, in a panel discussion with three people that I respect quite a lot. Uh, Margaret Foe of AMA, Christina Maznino of MNPHA, and Irene Martin Lindsay of ASHA. And just to wrap up, uh, I would say, I would reiterate that Congress 2022 has a really deep, nuanced array of content, and there's sure to be something that appeals to everybody in our sector. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. Some of the names you mentioned, we've had some, you mentioned some former podcast guests. Um, and it's interesting when you talk about the financialization of housing, we've had uh, Lelani on before we've talked about it. But here's the key thing at uh, this Congress, we're not going to say this is just what it is, but here are some strategies to deal with it, which is so important. You're right, that uh, that is huge. So very, 
Very exciting, Julie. If someone was to ask you what the greatest benefits, there's so many, but what are the greatest benefits of signing up for Congress would be, what would you tell them? Um, I've narrowed it down to three, and you just you just mentioned my first one is really learning those best practices through those panels. Is is it's not just here's what's up, it's here's how to apply it a little bit, and kind of what we what we've learned from from making those mistakes or just going through the process ourselves. Um, on on top of that, or or beside it, is the courses that are kind of supplementary to Congress that we're offering before, and that's why Jake said um, it's four days of Congress because for us it is four days. Um, the, the regular Congress is too, but there is pre-Congress as well. So um, there are things in those courses. There's one on how um, we call it uh, Homelessness 101, and then there's a policy course as well. As well as new this year, our colleague Mary is running um, a, a course through CIH Canada about um, numbers and statistics. And, and we don't necessarily have all of that available to us nor do we know what to do with it. I certainly don't. Like you can tell me 20% of X is Y and I'm like, okay, cool, but what does that mean? Like, do you know what I mean? So I think that course is going to be really important and, and it's new um, to us. Um, the other thing, Jake has given me two compliments. I might as well give him one. Um, it's the Innovation Forum, which is completely uh, Jake's brainchild. And people can really benefit from it because he's created these sessions that are gathering people from outside of our sector um, and combining it with people from inside of our sector to talk about things that we don't normally talk about um, and thinking outside the box, which is hard to do. We're, I think people in the housing and homelessness sector are so bogged down with what we have to do that sometimes it's hard to think outside that box. But I think by starting this conversation about these new ideas at Congress, we're helping people to at least start the thought process within themselves to make that change within their organization. And the last thing I'll talk about is CMHC's what we're calling engagement rooms. They were physical rooms at Congress once upon a time, but now that they're virtual, essentially what we're doing is we're sending around a sign up sheet, for lack of a better term, um, to Congress delegates where they can sign up for request to request help or advice from a CMHC specialist who works in their area of expertise. Um, so that can be um, and in somebody working with Indigenous communities to know more about what CMHC can do from them or anything that CMHC would cover. So um, the topics were really broad last year. It's hard to kind of even make it a high level. What, what can somebody request from them? But these meetings um, happen over Zoom and they're scheduled by the CMHC specialist and the person requesting it. So it's really kind of on your own time outside of Congress, but it's only offered to Congress delegates. So um, they're really highly sought after. There is um, there is a maximum to the number of, of meetings that CMHC is willing to um, give to us, but uh, so sign up quickly is my advice. <laughs> <laughs> that That is so exciting, Julie. I mean, I love what you're saying too about uh, Jake's brainchild there too is, is you know, uh, what we're doing is cutting that we have to think differently mm -hmm. and we have to engage the, the, the not the usual subject, uh, you know, to, to push forward. And with CMHC, who's a huge friend of this podcast, we, we have them come on to talk about many of their programs because I think people just don't get there's so many things that CMHC does and that can support you with and get you through. And if you don't know about them, hey, sign up for Congress. And this is an added bonus. You get to chat with them about all these different opportunities and things that are happening uh, and how you can move forward with it. So, so, so exciting. And of course, the most important question of the day is where can people go to find out more about Congress? And most importantly, 
how can they sign up? Yeah, exactly. So um, you can go to CHRA's website, which is chra-achru.ca. There's a little button on there that's called Virtual Congress, and you just have to click it. It takes you to the registration page. So it's quite easy, but um, if you have any questions, my inbox is always available. You can find it at that same um, website. And I know that Jake and I hang out a lot on LinkedIn. So if you want to connect with us, that's probably the best way to do so as well. So cool. Listen, I'm going to urge everyone sign up for Congress. I'm super excited. I'm always excited about it. I wouldn't even have to listen to this to know I want to attend. But after listening to two, the two of you, even more excited um, because there's so much work to be done. The challenges are huge. And at this conference, you're going to find out and share and learn so much. You're going to be pumped coming out of it and want to move this sector forward. So I urge everyone, go to the website, sign up, be part of the solution. Thank you so much, Jake and Julie, for joining me today on the show and sharing all this information. Thanks so much for having us. We're really happy to be here. Yeah, anytime. We're, we're happy to come on and chat. Awesome. Well, there you have it. Listen, you know, don't just listen to this podcast and say that was interesting. Go immediately to the website at CHRA, sign up for Congress. It is really, really affordable. Uh, no one does virtual like this team. They're going to make it exciting. There's going to be relevant, new, fresh info. You're going to get insights that you wouldn't get anywhere else. Um, no, I'm not on their payroll, but I'm telling you, I'm in this sector. Uh, this is where it's at. There, there are really two big conferences that you need to attend. There's this one and, of course, CAEH's uh, conference in the fall. Do them both, and, and your, your mind is just going to explode with all the important and relevant information coming out of it. But Congress is coming up in April. So get on board, share this, invite your colleagues. You could attend from anywhere because it is virtual. It's opening up that opportunity. You don't have to travel. You can do it from the comfort of your home. Uh, wonderful guests, passionate guests, always here on On The Way Home. Today's episode was no uh, exception to that rule. And next week's will not be either. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week on The Way Home. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.